Hi, Torn Tribe. This week, we're taking you back to episode 81, where we launched our Beyond the Guilt series with The Balancing Act. Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome to Torn, finding a mom-life balance beyond the guilt. On today's episode, we are going to address the phenomenal battle between ourselves as individuals and how we become parents. And so it all becomes a balancing act. Memes, I know oftentimes at the beginning of my motherhood journey, you know, adopting a child at eight from Ukraine and having to wake up and hear, mom, what for me to do? And transitioning from being just very consultant-minded and consultant-driven. It's like, wait a minute, I got a new client? (laughs) How much are you paying me an hour to solve your problems? Um, And I battled a lot with like the judgment, the, you know, the guilt, the regrets, um, not knowing whether or not I made the right decision. I don't know if you face the same thing. Well, I'm just hoping that at the end of this uh, session, you know, like our episode, everyone has it solved and we all know how to just like ignore the evil voice and the decision, the dates fall into place. Everyone cooperates. No one gets sick when it's inconvenient. And then we can all, you know, let go of the guilt. (laughs) If only. Um, I think... So many years being a being single and being able to honestly be a chicken without a head, like not having consequences fall on too many other people made it really, really hard for me to say, I can't be at work till eight o'clock with no consequence to anyone. I have to feed other people even when I'm not in their presence and actually consider if something that comes up for work, if I can be there, what it's going to look like, if someone else can handle it without me. Um, If I can take an opportunity, um, it was really an adjustment. And my partner just laughs all the time. And I'm just like, why didn't people tell me? No one told me enough. No one really highlighted what this would be like. But yeah, we all have to do that juggling act. But I think some of the things that in our brainstorming and discussing this, um, what we realize is that defining for yourself, like what, because it's not a quick fix, it's not cookie cutter for everybody, but defining for yourself what is going to help you on that balancing act definitely will make it easier. For not sure. solved, but easier. Yeah, definitely easier. I think I had to get to a place where I understood that there had to be a shift, right? There had to be a shift from Athena, who was just married. To another consultant <laughs> who is very career driven as well and very focused in our careers. And because we actually worked at the same company, it made it even harder to like 
bring in this new layer of having to be parents together. We're like, oh gosh, like this is the hardest client we've ever had. <laughs> so no um, flexibility. Yeah, no, no flexibility. Um, no PTO. No off hours. Yeah, no PTO. Yeah. Harsh reviews. Yes, the crying, the fits, the slam doors. Um, and the anticipation that you'll be the topic of conversation and therapy no matter what you do in the future. You'll be the topic of conversation. So, Yeah, so I think having the power to name those emotions. And because Torn Tribe, I tend to like to shut down emotion because I believe emotion doesn't allow for clear thinking. <laughs> um, and I'm very, I like to be rational, or at least I like to think that I'm rational. And so I oftentimes like to shut down the emotion. So the fact that I was feeling overwhelmed by being a mom, like the whole new aspect of someone depending on me 24 seven for everything, that was a hard reality to come to. And I had to name it that I was actually overwhelmed by that. And because I am type A and an athlete and have excelled in so many different areas, that was a hard thing to admit defeat. It's like, I thought as I came into being a parent and based on the way our parents did it, I was like, well, if they did it, anybody a parent, <laughs> it can't be that hard, you know? to raise children. It can't be rocket science. Oh, it is. <laughs> but the other part is like how you feel about all those things, right? Like, yeah. so you're, you feel with emotion a certain way, kids are emotion all the time. You have high <laughs> expectations of how you do something and you push yourself to the limit. You have to pace things and give transitions and name why we're doing what we're doing and have a rationale plan, you know, and, you know, Torn Tribe, you know, my Achilles heel, plan ahead, stick to it, don't, and forget snooze. Like, I didn't think I'd ever be able to set an alarm and not have a snooze, and it probably took me five years to get there. But all of those things that were so not in my nature, just by default to make life and parenting livable, and for me not to, on top of guilt, have regret, <laughs> I had to just decide, like, all these things you're feeling... I really dislike preparing meals, but I don't want, like, where do I weigh that with you saying I was an awful mom who only thought of herself? Can I, can I live with that later? <laughs> can I live with, you know, I, I mentioned before, can I live with, I was up before my mom and I know that my mom hardly Way in bed, you know, like there were these yeah. levels of what the bar was, but definitely defining that the part was um, what I wanted the story to be of my motherhood had a big part of how I defined that. And then the emotions I put with reaching goals, like I'm a person who's like changed the goal so many times or, or not set one so that it felt better, but there's <laughs> no removing this goal. Um, not set a goal. <laughs> exactly. Which is exactly why our conversations are always giving me food for thought. And I think I always pose things that maybe like wouldn't even hit your radar because yeah. we, we see all of these objectives so differently. And even the way we retell it or what we want told is maybe with a different goal. But yet at the root is really interesting that we still struggle, felt torn, you know, have this guilt 
and have to find some way to like navigate beyond it. Yeah. And so Torn Tribe, we're sharing these things because what we've learned over this motherhood journey and now I have four sons, memes got, you know, littles running all around, um, three awesome kids teaching <laughs> us a whole bunch of things. <laughs> so is that one, it's okay to name the emotion so that it does not define who you are. Because you don't, at the end of the journey in the season that you're at, you don't want to go to bed with guilt. That's not a warm fuzzy. But I also think motherhood and parenting is not necessarily there either to fulfill joy. Like that is one thing I realized. I said, what? why does it bother me to feel overwhelmed when I've never parented before and I have an eight-year-old all of a sudden who's experienced not healthy things? So, of course overwhelming is an accurate feeling to feel and that's okay you know you're not failing at parenting because you feel an emotion so it was helpful and freeing to name that emotion but and then the other thing that i noticed that really helped was able to prioritize with my husband like what is the priority for this season is it my career Right. And for him, for a long time, it was his career because advancing in his company was difficult. And we saw together that if you were able to go along that path and advance, then other things would free up and other things would become easier, or more enjoyable. But and then, you know, we had those balances and it definitely seasons because and then there was a certain season where I had to walk away from my career to bring balance to my life. But that was the priority was balance in life so that I wasn't crying and on the bathroom floor after every single conference call. <laughs> so um, but those so, are hard choices to make. And so many things are in seasons through their stages and their milestones, but also knowing that there's an end to, to the, either the sacrifice or the time period. And I think it's only in recent season that I could say to myself, okay, your school year and the busiest part of your career and routine for school is going to need you to cut back on needing to just like do whatever at the end of the day, like, and giving up, it was like giving up a limb. I was like giving up the freedom of having to say, I know where I will be at five 30 every day. I know I have to anticipate what New York city traffic is like, what my commute is like, who can physically make it someplace each day to make sure we're doing drop-off or doing pickup. Things are anticipated. And still, whenever there's a change, if there's an evening event, if, you know, if you attempt to live life when this Monday through Friday schedule is happening, I'm probably not a happy camper and not someone you want to be doing that with. Um, so it's only recently that it's like, you're a night owl, but you're just going to have to get to bed. <laughs> and you're not a morning person. But that's why you went to bed early, so you could be a smidgen more tolerable at 5.45 in the morning. And then the other times, <laughs> also, then the downtime shifts and what vacation looks like shifts because um, that's when I can, like, let it all hang out and not worry about where I have to be. And yet other kinds of guilt define those moments. But yet it's like, well, we got, we got, we crossed this bridge. We're at this next phase. Um, work is in a good place. People know who I am. 
Um, and then you can say, they also know that I value this for my family. And this, you know, I take my birthday off every year. I take my daughter's birthday off a month later. So, you know, I literally scheduled something on our calendar a week later because it was not going to happen the weekend of my daughter's birthday. I'm like, guys, you're not seeing me that Saturday. <laughs> so, um, and then that falling and feeling okay. And it was definitely a pause and hesitation. It's like, what kind of person am I? And I'm like, a mom. Today I'm a mom. And that's not happening that week. And then you keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's key, though, is to set those priorities ahead and not do it siloed. Like, you know, it's important to do it with your partner, with your spouse, even with your children. Because there were times, you know, there are times where now I'm back into my career, back having to travel all the time for clients and stuff and having that conversation with my sons and my husband and laying out the year and saying, you know, I'm actually going to miss this event and this event and this event. Are we okay with that? Are we willing as a family to make that sacrifice? Because if I get the thumbs up from them, then I'm not laying in my embassy suite bed crying at night. Yes. First world problems, people. But yes. But they're not upset about it either. I think yeah. the hardest rhythm for me and O to get to was the communication. Like I, a lot of it I took on and just felt like I had to figure this out. But I'm a, my planning style as a teacher, at any form of my education, my planning style is I have to talk it out. Like as soon as I'm articulating this oh, is yes, happening. And sometimes <laughs> it's just a soundboard. But doing that, I don't feel like I'm limited and there's this only one way to solve this um, equation and that I have to lose, my kid is losing and I'm putting burdens on other people. Um, yeah, and, and that kind of leads to the third thing, right? It's like name your emotions, set your priorities and get your support structure, right? Like that was freeing toward drive to realize that I can rely on other people to some extent. Like I had to come to terms with when I was pregnant with my fourth son, terms with that. But and then also once he came, what I was actually going to do because I still had to travel so much. And I'm like, how am I going to raise an infant and pump milk and do this and do that? Name. <laughs> Which in, I think in our Hispanic culture meme, it's like, it's not abuela. It's not a family member. How dare you? Well, you even have to think of socioeconomic yeah. status, right? Like it's just not the way it's done. Like we send out our clothes, and I, and our mom still doesn't. I know that, that was so visiting. Funny. She still doesn't send out her clothes with our clothes. She's like, I'm good. I'm gonna take an afternoon. You know, I'm gonna do this thing on my vacation and go wash my own clothes because I want to travel back with them clean. I don't know what you guys are into, but that's what I do. Yeah, I'm gonna go wash my own clothes. Like, and in quotes somewhere, I'm hoping for like no judgment, but I think the biggest judgment is in my own head where I'm like, why won't you just let me send out your clothes? <laughs> She's like, no, thank you. I'll go. Yeah. My I don't want to right next to the woman that's holding yours. <laughs> don't touch my intimates. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, that support structure, whatever that looks like. If it's sending out your clothes to get washed, right? Hiring a maid to clean every other week or every month. Even you know, I even no one. Even if you tell no one, no one knows she came in. No one knows you didn't do it. Yeah, they're like, oh, they come back and they mess it up. Yeah, it was right in the world. <laughs> 
Yeah, another like another random support structure that I found is that there's actually people out there that organize for you. They come into your house, they look at your closet, they make three piles, you make peace with those three piles, and then they put it all back. Very nice. I was like, oh, I didn't know genies existed, but now they do. And then the other part, Athena, we, we think yeah. about the different dynamics that everybody has, right? Like you're down yeah. south, you work from home all the time. You know, I lived a little of that life for the last 18 months. I still don't know how I feel about it. Um, but we both go out for work. Um, we're close to family who are retired um, or, have you know, can be flexible. You have a nanny. Different things that we prioritize in different ways our lifestyle layout. But everybody has a different dynamic also. So it's also figuring out what's your thing. If it's the talk that your partner has to share more household responsibilities with you or you got to throw money at it. If the money's not there and building a network with how can we split pickup or carpooling to sports or doing or finding camps or something that, you know, I was just talking to um, a friend who their school experience from school, they got bus to their after school program, right? Like there's different things and in different cities, it looks different. For yeah. some, We also recognize that like our experience is in a certain bucket, but all the other buckets are different, but taking the time to think about it and getting suggestions from people to find the thing you're comfortable with that fits your lifestyle. It's just worth it because the time we take tearing ourselves up that it's not getting done and we're still not happy or we regret how things are going through can take away from the moments that you really, you want to be present. You want to enjoy, you want to be pouring into your career and growing with, a, you know, colleagues and a network, but you also want to be enjoying your family. And so thinking about how you can share that because lots of people love us and love our kids and want to grow with them and give them experiences. It's just how you frame it for yourself. Like they don't get everything from just us. I think they do, but they don't just get it from us. I think I recognize you don't get everything just from your parents. Praise God. <laughs> so yes, Torn Tribe, name that emotion, set your priorities, and recognize your support structure because it's there. I, I will be the first to tell you that I am that person that thinks I do it all on my own. <laughs> and then my husband quickly humbles me. He's like, look around. Look around. I, I'm the one here with the cleaner in the bathroom, not you. But not to take away that delegating is still part of the work. Like you can't close oh, your yeah. eyes. And then, well, it's not going to look the way you want it to look if you don't put a little bit, you know, it takes a little to get a well-oiled machine going. But it's worth doing to move beyond the guilt. So memes, what's mending you these days? So I have to say getting uh, to this point with pivoting and having our platform expand and getting to new people is like a whole different ball game, right? Like it's, it's like, Hey, I, I can do what I do in my nine to five and everyone at home is still breathing. You know, I'm going to keep the bar there. And we're exploring this new thing that I love collaborating with my sister on. And I love that our talents and skills complement each other. And so definitely getting to do this and it almost feels, you know, I like the techie stuff. I love podcasts. So like branching out in that area 
and having behind the scenes collaboration um, is exciting and definitely makes me feel like I'm growing and I'm spending time on things that matter to me and I'm giving my family my best self and giving them a great example. So that's definitely yeah. been me this week. Well, that's awesome because mine is similar. Like I would, I don't know if to say if it's a mend or more of like, I feel revealed. <laughs> You guys are seeing our faces toward drive. This is just, uh, it's, yeah, it, it's a blessing. And I, I think what mends me is knowing that you're allowing us into your homes and into your daily lives and we're partnering and we're expanding the torn tribe and we're surprised to see how much she probably ends up really liking this and leaning into having herself all up in your faces. <laughs> I, I hope. Well, I hope you don't feel like I'm all up in your face. <laughs> but I think it's a very many and things. quote that her. That's yeah. 2021 that, that, she quote, that she said that. <laughs> so thanks for sharing your space with us, Torn Tribe. And memes, tell our folks how to stay connected. So we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TornMLB. And we'd love for you to drop us an email to TornMLB at gmail.com. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. And always choose grace. Choose grace. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose, choose grace. grace.